0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of my podcast Brazilian Polyglot. I am Ludimila. I am a polyglot and I speak six languages Portuguese, English, Spanish, French, Italian, and Russian. I am also an English teacher and I help students from all across Brazil develop their English language skills through the EORU method, a method that speeds up your language learning process. I currently own an online language school, Brazilian Polyglot School, where I teach the EORU method applied to the English language. I love my work and my goal is to help you speak English fluently and accurately, sooner than you can imagine. Because I don't believe we need to wait years and years before being able to communicate in English. That's why I developed this method of learning. Which is, by the way, the same method that I use to become fluent in my languages too. If you want more tips on how to learn English effectively and how to develop your four skills in the language, stay tuned in my content. I am active on Instagram and I go live on YouTube every Wednesday at 8pm Brazil time. I'm sure you will benefit a lot from the content I produce. In today's episode, we will learn another grammar point through a story. Would to talk about past habits. You're probably familiar with the first meaning of would, which is gostaria, right? I would like a cup of coffee, please. I would like to ask you a question. However... There is another meaning for wood that not many students know of. We use wood to refer to past habits. Check this out. When I was younger, I would paint for two hours every day. We would always go to the seaside for our holidays. Every Saturday, I would go on a long bike ride. My dad would read me stories every night at bedtime. Did you notice... In all of the examples above, I am referring to a repeated past action that doesn't happen anymore. You basically use the modal verb would the same way you would use it on its first meaning. Would plus the main verb. That's it. The form is the same. What changes is the meaning. So, as usual, you will listen to a story that has more examples of this grammar point. And that helps you internalize it more effortlessly. And that is part two of my learning method, observation or noticing. Today we have a very interesting plot twist that reminds us of a thriller book. I hope you guys enjoy it. Arthur and Merlin are great friends. They have known each other since they were toddlers. As their mothers were also friends. Before they were born, they grew up in a pretty big town called Loughborough and went through school and college together. At first glance, you wouldn't think Arthur and Merlin would be friends. Arthur is very sporty and well-built. He has a kind heart and is always willing to help. He was very popular at school and could be friends with anyone. Whereas Merlin was a stereotypical nerd, he was tall but quite slim. Merlin was interested in all sorts of things, and would spend all his free time learning about the world, the arts and history. Unlike Arthur, Merlin wasn't very popular. When people would speak to him, it would be because they wanted something, and Merlin saw through this. As a result, he kept his circle of friends small. Arthur was his only friend who wasn't a nerd. Their friendship was made stronger because Arthur would defend Merlin when other people would want to fight, and Merlin would return the favor by helping Arthur with his schoolwork. In their free time, they would go on awesome adventures. Camping, surfing, rock climbing. It had to be something slightly dangerous, but it was always fun. Merlin really appreciated his friendship with Arthur. As without him, Merlin would never experience these activities. Because they were so different, they balanced each other out. This weekend was like every other, except for the fact that they had just finished their last exams before summer. With all this free time, Arthur and Merlin upped their ambitions and decided to go on an adventure further away. So, Arthur, I have an idea. Why don't we go to Cornwall? I can drive us there and we can do everything we normally do. But it will be extra cool because there are so many castle ruins about, said Merlin. Are you sure, bro? It's miles away. Last time I went to Cornwall with my family, it took five hours to get there, Arthur replied. Yeah, man, it's absolutely fine. We can stop at cool places during the road trip. Make it a whole weekend full of fun. I have it all planned and I even included some stops for you, continued Merlin. Sounds good. I'll just let mom and dad know, said Arthur. I'll pick you up on Friday at midday, said Merlin. Both of the boys nodded and in sync, both shouted, road trip! And so, with a place in mind and their shared energy, the boys prepared themselves for the road. Arthur being a man of the wild got all his camping and survival gear and merlin being the prepared type got maps of the different areas packed emergency food and prepared hiking routes so that they could explore as much as possible in the short time they had best of all the weather was on their side the forecast showed bright sunny days with sunday being absolutely scorching at 30 degrees as per their plan their weekend began on Friday. Merlin helped Arthur with packing all his stuff into Merlin's tiny car. As they left Arthur's house, his parents waved to them goodbye. Good luck guys, have fun and stay safe. If you need anything, just give us a ring, they said. But the boys already had their music on and had begun their journey. A couple of hours into the drive, they stopped in Bristol to stretch their legs and grab some lunch. When it came to food, Merlin was the adventurous one. At the high street, he spotted a Nigerian takeaway. Oh, look at that, let's go eat there, Merlin said. No thanks, you can get food from that place. I'm getting some nuggets from McDonald's, Arthur replied. My God, you're so boring, said Merlin. Alright then, go get your nuggets, we can't stick around for too long, otherwise we won't be able to keep to our schedule, continued Merlin. Although they spent several hours on the road, the time flew by. By early evening, the boys had arrived in Cornwall. It was beautiful, as you drove in, you could see the seaside and the ocean, which went as far as the eye could see. The first night of the trip was the most comfortable, as they were staying in the city in a hotel. When they arrived, they parked the car, checked into the room and went around looking for cool bars and restaurants. Because it is such a friendly place, it didn't take long before they had made friends with the locals. Some of them even spoke about the same castle the boys had planned on going to. Apparently, there was some evidence to suggest that. That's where Camelot used to be, said Merlin. Yo, that's super cool. I bet you're even more excited to go now, replied Arthur. You bet I am, answered Merlin. Their evening went into the early hours, so when they woke up the next day, they were already behind schedule. With all their belongings back in the car, they set off to the next spot. They went surfing and caught some fish at the beach. After that, they had lunch and then they set off to the place they wanted to go camping. Because they got to the camping location late, they didn't have time to explore in the evening. So, they set up camp and just decided to chill out with some music and a campfire. Because they couldn't do much, they went to bed quite early and the next morning they were very sprightly and full of energy. Right Artur, when you're ready, we're gonna head north. According to the map, the castle is about 2 miles away. It should take us about 30 minutes, maybe a little bit longer since we are carrying all this stuff. As the boys walked, the castle appeared in the distance getting larger and larger. Not much of the castle was left. There were hills where the moats used to be, and some of the structures were still up. Before they walked in, there were signs which read danger of falling debris and do not trespass. But the boys have done this regularly and didn't pay any attention to the sign. Once inside, they looked around. I think this must have been the throne room. Look at pillars and the architecture pointing towards that end of the room, said Merlin. So the throne would have been here, right? asked Arthur. Yeah, a little bit more to the right, spot on, Merlin continued. Once Arthur was in the right spot, he jumped to mark where he stopped. But once he landed, the floor beneath him gave way, and he fell into a tunnel. "Artur! Arthur, are you all right? screamed Merlin. Yeah, I'm fine. Jump down here. It's really cool. You will love this. Artur shouted back. With some hesitation, Merlin looked around the hole in the ground and poked his head through the hole. He saw a corridor extending underneath the castle. His curiosity of what the two could discover was bigger than his fear. So he jumped in after Arthur. The corridor was very dark. Occasionally, some light would poke through the ground above but not enough to see where it led. On the walls there were parts of murals, which must have been painted thousands of years ago. After walking through the tunnel for a couple minutes, a big source of light shone on a large rock. In the center of the rock, there was a sword stuck within. Merlin, come check this out! Merlin went to inspect the rock and the sword. He saw what appeared to be Old English. With the help of his phone, he translated the text, and it read, Here lies Excalibur. He who can claim this sword will be the king of the Britons. Upon reading this, Merlin reached for the sword, and nothing happened. It wouldn't budge an inch. Arthur, come give this a go, asked Merlin. Following Merlin's instructions, Arthur grabbed the hilt of the sword and with ease he managed to take it out of the rock. Arthur, I think this means you're the king! With excitement running through their heads, they found their way out as quickly as possible, walked back to the camping site, and got in the car. They wanted to go to town and ask someone what to do next. In their excitement, they ran around the town asking for people and showing the sword off, when suddenly they were surrounded by the police. Put that weapon down! Merlin noticed the problem that they were in, but Arthur was still too excited. I am your king now. You put your weapon down. This is Excalibur, the legendary sword, said Arthur with all the confidence in the world. Before he could continue, Arthur got tased by the police and dropped to the ground. Later on, he woke up in a cell next to Merlin. Oh my god, what happened? asked Arthur. Well, apparently just because you took a sword out of a rock, it doesn't mean you can now rule the country. Who would have thought? Well, that was it for today. If you liked this episode, make sure to check out my other social media, such as Instagram, Telegram, and YouTube. I will leave the link to all of them in the description down below. Also, remember to download the transcripts to this episode on my Telegram channel if you are a beginner. That way, you implement step 2 of the Auro method, observation, and that will help you skyrocket your vocabulary in English. See you next time and take care!